Hi there, it's Lucia, host of the Witch Money podcast here. Before we start today's episode, I just wanted to tell you about a really handy new tool from us here at Witch, and even better, it's free. It's called My Money Health Check. All you need to do is answer a few quick questions about your finances, and then we'll do the rest, pointing you towards our brilliant witch advice that we think you'll find really useful. Once again, that's My Money Health Checks. If you want help with cutting your bills or making your money go further, it's the place for you. Just head to witch.co.uk forward slash my money health check. Welcome to the Witch Money Podcast, your weekly hit of money news and personal finance hacks to help make you better off. I'm your host, Lucia Ariano, and here's what's coming up this week. The experts and the mortgage brokers, etc., that I've spoken to don't think mortgage rates will start to fall significantly until maybe next spring, because the Bank of England thinks that the days we're in now of soaring inflation around 10%, they think that will drop off significantly by the middle of next year. So tracker versus fixed, if we'd gone on to a fixed rate now, looking at the best deals that are available, I think we'd be paying about £400 a month more than we will be on that tracker rate. People that have bought sort of many years ago will will be, um, will kind of weather this storm better than those who have bought more recently. Today, we're turning back to the property market. With the Bank of England announcing their long-awaited base rate decision and with the markets having only recently started to recover from that now infamous mini-budget, we'll be looking at what all of this means if you're about to remortgage. We'll also look at your options if you're taking your first steps on the property ladder. And to help us get to the bottom of all of this, we're joined by Witch's own property expert, Stephen Maunder. Hi, Steve. Thank you for joining us again. Hi, Lucia. It's it's good to be back. Uh... Yet another tumultuous time for the property market. <laughs> it does seem that way, doesn't it? Well, let's start there then, shall we? This news uh, that literally came in just before we started recording today, uh, and that's of the Bank of England's base rate announcement. Um, Steve, can you talk us through what's happened? Yeah, sure. So the base rate's risen by 0.75 percentage points, which mm. means it's gone from 2.25% to 3%. That's the eighth rise since last December, back when the base rate was just 0.1%. And obviously anyone who listens to this podcast will be aware of some of the factors that have led to that, you know, the cost of living crisis, high inflation, energy, etc. And basically what this means is that people with variable rate mortgages, such as trackers or standard variable rate deals, will see their rates increase. And For the majority of people who have fixed rate mortgages, they'll be protected until they come to remortgage, so at the end of their fixed term. So while this is obviously concerning news, one caveat that not everyone will be affected immediately. And also everyone has kind of been pricing this in. The markets have been expecting a rise of about this amount for a while now. It is a big jump, isn't it? Well, before we dive into how this has affected mortgage deals, can we just go back a couple of months to our then-Chancellor Kwasi Kwarteng's mini-budget? It took place on the 23rd of September, but since then, Kwarteng and and former Prime Minister Liz Truss have left their roles, and the impact on the mortgage market has been striking, hasn't it? It certainly has, yes. There was kind of, for uh, mortgage brokers and property journalists, etc., there was life before the mini-budget and life after, I think, 
because mortgages have just become such a hot topic in these last couple of months. And just to kind of recap what happened, essentially, the announcements in the mini budget kind of brought huge uncertainty to the mortgage market. So Mm. lenders grew very concerned that the base rate could rise suddenly, there could be an emergency announcement and interest rates could get much higher than they'd priced into their own calculations. And that resulted in lenders essentially just departing from the market. We lost about 1,500 mortgage deals within the space of a few days. And really, the market is only just starting to recover from that. And Steve, you know, now we're kind of six weeks after the mini budget. And as we've alluded to, we've got a new prime minister in Rishi Sunak. And now Jeremy Hunt is our chancellor. What's it looking like now? What's the kind of general uh, state of the market? So on the day of the mini budget, uh, what I should say five or six weeks ago now, the average rate on a two year fix was about 4.7%. And that then peaked uh, within a few weeks at around 67 or 6.8%. So we saw rates rise by around about 2%, which is a huge amount kind of in a, in a market that really wasn't expecting that to happen. So in the last couple of weeks, we have started to see rates drop and we have started to see some of the bigger lenders relaunch their deals again. So things have cooled off a little bit, but there's still a long way to go. And I think the important thing to say is that there's still an expectation, obviously the base rate's risen to 3% today, but there's still some expectation it will continue to rise over the coming months. I think the next announcement's in uh, mid-December. And the experts and the mortgage brokers, etc., that I've spoken to, don't think mortgage rates will start to fall significantly until maybe next spring. And that's kind of backed up by the um, by the Bank of England's own projections, because the Bank of England thinks that the days we're in now of soaring inflation around 10%, they think that will drop off significantly by the middle of next year. So it may be that these kind of rates of 55 6% may be just what we have to get used to for these next six months or so, and kind of see where the market is at the end of that. But we've also been speaking to Anisha Beveridge, property expert from Hamptons. And here she goes into why recent home buyers are likely to be hit the hardest. Generally, um, people that have bought in the last couple of years will feel the biggest sort of brunt from higher mortgage rates. So, for example, if someone purchased a house two years ago for £250,000 with a 25% deposit, they were likely paying around £750 a month on their mortgage repayment when when rates were around that 1.6% mark. But over that period, we've seen house prices rise around the 22% mark. And those people also would have been making capital repayments on the mortgage, which is actually bringing their loan to value down. So whilst they are facing higher rates today, um, probably around the 5.5% mark, they will have built up a little bit of a buffer from that. So I think that's just something to consider when when people are coming to remortgage, their loan to value has probably dropped and particularly because they've made those, those, um, those capital repayments as well. So people that have bought sort of many years ago will, will be, um, will kind of weather this storm better than those who um, have bought more recently. So let's talk about the people then, myself included, who are coming up to the end of their mortgage deal during this really wild time for the market. My fixed rate was coming to an end actually a couple of weeks ago, and I'm now on a deal that's almost double the rate uh, we were on previously. But Steve, you know, this is just the difficult position that many are faced with up and down the country, isn't it? Yes, unfortunately so. And it's really 
hard to offer up a sort of workable solution to that at the moment. I think the, there are some steps you can take to kind of be savvy when you're coming up to remortgaging and making sure you get the best deal you possibly can. And we, we um, explain quite a lot of that in our, in our news stories about remortgaging at the moment, which are very popular with readers. But unfortunately, it is ultimately the case that if you were on a two-year fix that you took out a couple of years ago, you were probably on a fantastic rate. And unfortunately, if you're remortgaging today, the rate you'll be going on to won't be so fantastic. And that is obviously a really big concern for so many people, especially at a time that the cost of living is rising so significantly. And so the big question then, Steve, what impact has today's base rate rise had on mortgage rates so far? What kind of rates are we seeing? I think we're unlikely to see shockwaves when it comes to mortgage rates uh, because lenders have largely priced this in. I think everyone had kind of been predicting this would happen for a few weeks now. When we see shockwaves is when the Bank of England does a rise that lenders aren't expecting. So in terms of mortgage rates, we will see variable rate deals increase, like tracker deals will increase by 0.75 percentage points. We may see standard variable rates follow suit. In fact, we probably will in the coming weeks. But in terms of fixed rate deals, to to be honest, I don't think it's going to have a significant effect at all, really. We're likely to continue to see those sort of five and a half, six percent rates continuing, at least for the coming weeks, I would expect. And so the question many people will be asking is whether you should fix now. And Steve, before you answer, I really want to get our producer, Rob, to share his situation with our listeners, because I think it will really resonate a lot. Rob. Hello. Welcome. Basically, me and my partner have been looking for somewhere to buy. So we're first time buyers looking for somewhere to buy since the summer, really. So as Steve's already been talking about, rates very different for mortgages even back then, you know, even sort of three, four months ago. But we have now found somewhere, famously quite a difficult time for all of the reasons illustrated to to buy a property. But yeah, we found somewhere. Well, firstly, congratulations, Rob. You know, this is is brilliant, you know, as news on its own. Yeah, no, thank you. It feels like it's quite difficult to get excited about it, given that everything that's happening at, at the moment. But no, thank you very much. But yeah, we are excited about it. But the only thing remains kind of what we do now with with our mortgage, which is why mm. I'm kind of using the podcast, hopefully, fingers crossed, to, to get a few answers mm. and a bit more certainty on what I should be doing. So, Steve, we're bringing new buyers into the mix here too, as if getting on the property ladder wasn't uh, in itself hard enough. But the next stage then, Rob, you, you've spoken to a mortgage broker, I know. Tell us what you're thinking about. What kind of deal are, are you going for? Yeah, so... I've had a lot of conversations, as you can imagine, with my mortgage broker over the last few weeks, safe to say. Mm. And I think the product that we're looking at is a tracker mortgage, which is something that I'd never really considered. So I think it's a, it's, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a tracker product. It is uh, the base rate. So obviously, as of, as of the time we're recording now, 3% um, plus 0.69%. So obviously, it's a tracker mor- mortgage. I know it's going to change with the base rate, but that seems to me at least, maybe Steve will tell me different, but that seems to me at least like an attractive product given where we know fixed rate deals are at the moment. And and we'd be looking to be on that deal for, for about two years, I think. 
Well, see, can you unpack this for us then? Because, you know, tracker mortgages, they will be creeping up, but they are likely to be uh, less uh, than a fixed deal, aren't they? So so what would you recommend uh, people do right now? It's, it's a really hard decision to make, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, first of all, congratulations, Rob, on managing to get that over the line at such a, such a tricky time to, to buy a house. Uh, yeah, well done with that. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Your mortgage situation is a really interesting one because as a rule of thumb, we would always say at the time when the base rate is rising and is likely to continue to rise, don't get a variable rate mortgage like a tracker. But this isn't a normal time because the gap between the likes of trackers and fixed rate deals is so big at the moment. that That's, sort of the, that's a sort of unprecedented in the last few years anyway. So I think a lot of it is not so much about the best financial decision but as much about kind of your own circumstances and your own kind of appetite and ability to stay on top of it so as as you know with a with a tracker mortgage when the base rate changes your repayments will change in line with that and what you're basically banking on is even if the base rate goes up as you say that your rate will still be cheaper than the equivalent fixed rate deal and that's certainly happening at the moment but I think what you've done really well is by taking out a short tracker that you can kind of start after kind of 18 months to start look around for a new deal. You are quite well placed to keep on top over the next 18 months with those rate changes and then make a decision if the market's changed, you know, as you get towards the end of your period, you could fix to a two or five year deal, for example, there's nothing fundamentally wrong with um, discount mortgages, tracker mortgages, etc. But a lot of people kind of cling to fixed rate deals just because of the guarantee they provide. So whatever happens, your rate won't change for two years or five years. But if you do have the ability and the interest in staying on top of it and keeping track of your options, etc., then taking a variable rate deal at the moment isn't necessarily a bad idea at all. I think the the key thing is in all of these cases is as you have done to take advice from a mortgage broker because these markets are just changing all the time at the moment and it's really hard to give general advice like everything is so dependent on your own situation. Steve it is really reassuring at least to to hear some of what you said there about hopefully us being kind of well placed by the time that that tracker product comes to comes to an end at sort of 18 months because now you can then start looking around. I mean, just to, to illustrate the difference, I suppose, that the mortgage broker kind of told us difference-wise when it came to our monthly mortgage repayments. So tracker versus fixed, if we'd gone on to a fixed rate now, looking at the best deals that are available, I think we'd be paying about £400 a month more wow. than we will be on that tracker rate. So, it, you know, it is, mm. it is a big gap, like you said. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I think your broker's done a really good job to find you a deal that's suited to you there. What would be interesting to know um, is what effect the base rate increase will have on those payments in your instance. Like, will it make a huge kind of difference to you? Or had you already, when you came to apply for this, kind of priced in the fact this was probably going to happen soon? Yeah, so we, we had taken into account that things are likely to go up because you know that's all all people have been saying for for weeks and even months now that that base rate is going to keep climbing but again just to I suppose to compare it to what what we're paying at the moment so we're currently renting and even if the base rate goes up to something like five percent with that plus six nine point six nine percent on that uh, tracker deal that we found it would still be cheaper than what we're paying in rent now 
I mean, the problem of rising rents is a big one, and it's one that we've covered on the podcast uh, many times. And earlier this year, we we compared the cost of renting to getting on the property ladder, which you know you've you've brought us round to, Rob, um, without meaning to. Um, so do go back and have a listen to that if you haven't heard it already. But back to today's show, Steve, you've written a piece for the Witch website with your tips for people who find themselves needing to remortgage right now. Um, can you re- run through some of your your top recommendations? The most pressing one is if you're in the last six months of a fixed term, you can start shopping around for a new deal now. Um, you don't necessarily have to lock it in if you don't want to, but most lenders will allow you to secure a new mortgage up to six months before the end of your current one. And if we do think, as at the moment we do, that the base rate might continue to rise a little bit over the next six months, then it might be wise for you to have a look around now and see what you can get. If you've got more than six months to run on a fixed term, then maybe sit tight because often with fixed rate mortgages, if you decide to switch deals mid-term, you usually have to pay early repayment charges to the lender. And they can actually outweigh the benefit of getting out of your mortgage and getting a better rate. So if you are in that situation with more than six months left on your uh, on your fixed term, it's best to take advice from a mortgage broker. They might be able to do the calculations for you and work out what you should do. I think similar applies if you're on a tracker deal. So as we've said earlier, trackers rise in line with the base rate. So it's likely if you've had a tracker for a while, for example, you took out a tracker sort of 12 months ago or whatever, you'll now be paying a much higher rate than you were previously. But again, whether that means you should switch before the end of your term will depend entirely on the specifics of your mortgage and your circumstances. So number one advice is always in this situation, volatile times, take advice from a broker. They can look at the whole market for you and find you a suitable deal for you. Thanks, Steve. Very useful stuff. Now, we can't do an episode on property without a bit of future gazing. Uh, And in in a minute, I'll ask you, Steve, about what direction the mortgage market might be heading in. But first, let's hear again from Anisha on house prices and whether that rumoured dip might be on the way. We aren't seeing anything too scary yet, to be honest. So generally throughout this year, the average seller in Great Britain has been selling their home for over 100% of its asking price, which is the highest proportion on our records. Over the last couple of weeks, that's dipped just below that 100% mark to 99.7, I think it was. Um, So I think people are becoming a little bit more cautious about what they are willing to pay for property. Um, But that's still sort of well up on where the market was in, in 2019 times. So undoubtedly, I think we are going to see some softening of prices and perhaps some very small price falls in some markets that are particularly unaffordable. Um, But we're not anticipating anything too scary yet, partly because um, more than half of homeowners uh, own their properties outright and they've got that cash to kind of see them through this um, mortgage rate uh, crisis, or if you can call it a crisis at the moment. So Anisha's not predicting a sharp drop in house prices, or at least not yet. Uh, Steve, what would you add to this? Can you leave us with some advice on mortgages and what we might expect over the next few months? Well, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? I think um, we we have already started to see things flat now over the last couple of weeks. And 
today's base rate rise is unlikely to have a huge effect on that because lenders have already been anticipating this rise to come. I wouldn't expect that we'd see a huge um, shift sort of this side of Christmas in the next two or three months. But that is obviously with the caveat that that's unless something mad happens in the economy, which we've had a lot of over the last few months, which makes it really hard to predict what's next. I think one thing to keep an eye on, though, when it comes to mortgages is there is a bit of pressure on the government at the moment from various sources to bring in something to give lenders the confidence to bring back their deals in a more widespread way and reduce the rates on them. So that could look like something like some kind of um, guarantee where the government perhaps underwrites part of the risk for lenders, um, as it did during COVID with 95% mortgages. Something like that could have a significant effect on the mortgage market. But in lieu of that happening, I don't think we'll see a fall in rates um, massively over the coming months. But I also don't think we'll see a massive rise in rates either. I think the best we can hope for is more lenders continuing to come back to the market, continuing to launch deals and greater competition, which will then give a lot more options for people buying homes, especially in terms of the fees they're paying on mortgages as well, because at the moment, there's a lot of deals that come with very high upfront fees, for example, like £1,500, etc. So I think greater competition will be good news for borrowers, but I think it's unlikely we'll see rates drop significantly in the near future. Thank you so much to Steve for coming on the show today and our producer Rob for sharing his story and to you for listening to this week's episode of the Witch Money Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please do hit subscribe to make sure you catch us again next week. For more money news and advice, find us on social media at Witch Money and online at witch.co.uk forward slash money. And we also have a free money newsletter which is delivered to your inbox every Monday. To sign up, visit witch.co.uk forward slash money newsletter. This episode of the Witch Money Podcast was recorded, produced and edited by Rob Lilly with additional support from Grace Witherden and Matt Jenkins.